welcome to You're Kidding Me! We're here this week for a very special Christmas episode. Now I know we haven't done many new episodes recently, but we've been sent some fantastic jokes and stories that we want to share with you. So snuggle up and get ready for all your favourite things with a fantastic Christmassy twist. Let's go! Christmas jokes. Now, of course, we can't have a Christmas episode without some cracking Christmas jokes. So the first one here is from Charlotte. What do elves learn at school? Hmm. The alphabet. <laughs> That's one of my favourites. The next one is from Maya. What did the calendar, the advent calendar, say to the cowboy? Your days are numbered. <laughs> and the last one is from Oscar. What do you call a snowman and a shark mixed together? Frostbite. <laughs> I love, love, love all these jokes. And I hope you store up some fantastic cracker jokes for next year's Christmas episode. Fun fact. For our fun facts this week, I thought I would tell you about some weird and wonderful foods that people sometimes eat at Christmas time. In Slovakia and Poland, they eat a Christmas Eve carp. Yes, they go fishing and they leave their fish, the carp, in the bathtub for several days until they eat it on Christmas Eve. Ooh. In Greenland, they actually eat seal and they even stuff it with birds in its tummy. Ooh, sounds disgusting. In some parts of southern Africa, they eat something called lopane worms. And that's the caterpillar of the emperor moth. Ooh, can you imagine eating worms for Christmas? And lastly, game in the UK sell a Christmas dinner every year. They sell Christmas dinner in a can. Layer one has scrambled egg and bacon. Layer two has mince pies, then turkey potatoes, and then gravy. Ugh, sounds disgusting. What's the weirdest thing you'll be eating for dinner this year? Would you rather? For this episode, I have not one but two Christmas would you rather's for you to talk about over your Christmas dinner. So the first one, would you rather lose your voice for the holidays or only be able to speak in Christmas songs? Hmm. I personally love singing, so I would prefer to speak only in Christmas songs. The next one, would you rather have candy canes for legs or gumdrops for eyes? I think I'd prefer to have candy canes for legs because if I was ever hungry, just have a little nibble. <laughs> How about you? Riddle me this. So of course I've got a Christmas riddle for you and you'll have to look out on our Instagram to come and find the answer. So listen carefully. I drop from the sky far more beautiful than rain. There are no two pieces that will ever look the same. What am I? I'll read it one more time. I drop from the sky far more beautiful than rain. There are no two pieces that ever look the same. What am I? Hmm. 
Weird Wondering. For this episode, I went on a bit of a mission to find the weirdest Christmas tradition that I could for our Weird Wondering this week. And I found that in Catalonia, they do not one, but two poo-based Christmas traditions. Ugh! The first is something called a cagna, and it's a figurine of a pantsless peasant that sneaks into the nativity scenes with Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Can you imagine that? Something that looks a bit like a poop in the nativity scene. And then the second is a cagatier, or pooping log. And it's a small stick with a smile on its face. And they put in nuts and sweets, and they even give it a blanket to keep warm. And then on Christmas Eve, they bash it with other sticks to pop out the presents. Can you imagine that? How silly. Story time. This Christmas episode, I have not one, but two amazing Christmas stories to share with you. One's a little bit shorter, and the second one is a little bit longer. So you need to snuggle down, maybe in some Christmas PJs with a lovely hot chocolate, and let's have a listen to two fantastic Christmas stories. The first one is by Annika, and it's called The Girl Who Hated Christmas Trees. In a sweet, small town, it was Christmas time, and you'd think everyone would be very happy, but not everyone was. Meet Lucy. Lucy was the person that I was talking about, and she hated Christmas trees. If you wonder why, then here's why. When Lucy was just five years old, her and her mum, Angela, were shopping for Christmas trees. Out of nowhere, an, a truck came and strictly said, get in! And her, and her mum, well, they tried to get free, but they couldn't, and her mum got taken away. So, this Christmas, her father wanted to go and get a Christmas tree, but she got all stroppy, and she ran away. She ran, and she ran, and she ran, until she found herself in a field of Xmas trees. She felt so very alone, and she thought about her mum, who she had missed for such a very long time. But then, Santa appeared behind her, creeping up from behind and taught her all about Christmas and the importance of Christmas trees and being around your family. And then, like a Christmas miracle, her mum appeared from behind Santa. So she ran back to her dad with her mum in her, holding her hands and they came away with a Christmas tree and all of the Christmas spirit that you could possibly want. Oh, what a lovely story. And I was really worried for a second about Lucy and her parents. But luckily, Christmas spirit and Santa saved the day. This second story is full of lots of Christmas spirit too. And it's by Evie, called Nelly the Christmas Narwhal. Chapter 1 Always late. Hurry up, Jane, I've got to get to school, Nelly said, urging her pet hamster to eat its crunchy old seeds. I'm going to be late, she whispered, shoving twelve more seeds through the bars of the rotten cage. Nelly, a voice screeched downstairs. Nelly, oh, for goodness sake, come down, the voice gestured, screeching louder than the car tyres. Nelly, be serious, that pet of yours is fat enough already. 
It was Mr Narwhal, a great big man with a huge bushy black moustache as bristly as a hairbrush. And downstairs was Mrs Narwhal, a small lady with a body like a perfect Barbie doll, but instead more narwhal-shaped. Well, no! He stopped and stared at his watch, then let out a shout. Oh, gosh, oh, golly, I shall get a huge fine, the narwhal bellowed, his moustache hopping up and down like there was a squirrel on his face. What's wrong, dear? Mrs Narwhal, Jenny, called up the stairs. Nothing, Jen, Mr Narwhal called back, texting Jack, a work friend of his, probably telling him he was going to be late. Nellie coughed to get her dad's attention, but as usual, he ignored her and said, Twenty minutes, please, Nellie. Can't a fellow novel have some peace? So Nellie just said, Dad, aren't you late for work? Which sent him shooting out the door, leaving his wallet, meaning Nellie was going to be really late. Nellie ran downstairs, not excited to see what was for breakfast, because it was probably grilled cereal or a glass of fresh sea crater, as Grandad used to call it. Nellie looked at the time, hoping that Mum had forgotten that it was a Sunday. But no, it was 9am, Wednesday morning, 8th of December, 1964, to be exact. Why are we always so late? Nellie muttered. Chapter 2. The Horror It was the horror today for Nellie, who had to do extra maths and science, her worst subject. Ha ha ha, laughed a boy called Ned that was a bear. Nelly Welly, the big jelly is late, he yelled from some other idiotic boys joining in too. Now, class, calm down, the teacher, Miss Lama, said angrily, spraying spit all over the chair. Nelly sat next to a girl called Karen, a person that most people bullied because she was a cat, the only one in the school. Oh, ignore those fools, Karen said. They're so annoying. Nelly agreed, glaring at Ned. Now, class, Miss Lamra continued, you know how Christmas is coming up, she jeered, more no one daring to cheer. I thought we might put our Christmas letters in Santa, in this letterbox, pointing towards the big red box. Oh, crackers, Nellie whispered, I forgot to write my list. Oh, Karen, what will I do? She wailed. To Nellie's surprise, Karen burst out laughing. <laughs> she giggled out of control. Oh, Nellie, you silly billy, just write it now, she said the laughing bumbling out from inside of her. But I don't know what I want, Nellie said almost in tears. Oh gosh, don't just write down anything if you don't know what you want, Karen said, almost like a grown-up. Karen dear, Miss Lama said, almost calmly, have you written a letter? She inquired, her lips turning into a fake smile. Uh, yes, Miss, Karen chirped. Nellie felt cross it was now the end of the day and she hadn't written her letter. Oh, it's a horror, she thought. Chapter 3. Surprise, surprise. On her way home, Nellie decided to think. Think about what she really wanted for Christmas. A thought popped into her head. I know, she shouted. Maybe Santa will get me a torch. I really need one of those, she said, her eyes lighting up with glee. When she got home, she ran to the attic and began her letter. Once she had written to Santa, This Christmas, I would like a torch because I can't really see at night. Well, the letter looked really plain. Maybe a bit too plain for Nellie. I also want a... She just couldn't think what else she wanted. She didn't read much. Please, someone help me, she wailed. At those words, a unicorn swooped in and snatched her letter. Surprise, surprise! It 
she or he yelled. This letter is mine, Nellie shouted to panic really badly. Not anymore, the brood unicorn said, blowing a raspberry at poor Nellie. The unicorn swooped out the window, but too slow, because Nellie was so furious that she grabbed the tail of the unicorn and tried to grab the letter. Nellie did not know where the unicorn was going to take her. Chapter 4 Nellie meets Santa Panta Oh, kid, oh, let me go, the unicorn said, touching down in a place that was very cold. Hey, that's mine, Nellie shouted, making the rude, selfish unicorn jump. My name's Gilbert, the unicorn said, shaking his mane. We have a stowaway, he yelled, grabbing Nellie by her tail and dragging her to see a special person. Who are you? Whoa, Nellie said, surprised. Is that? she asked Gilbert. Yes, Santa Panda's grotto, he said. Just as Nellie and Gilbert entered Santa's present-making palace, he, a voice called out, Ho, ho, ho! I see we have a little stowaway. Santa! Nellie blinked, staring at the jolly old panda in front of her. Like Nellie's father, he was big and had a smile upon his face, like a warm awe, a smile. What are you here for, little awe? He said, warming. I'm here because he stole my letter, Nellie said, crying now. Gilbert and all of you, unicorner, fired! Santa boomed. Thank you, Nellie, Santa beamed. How do I... Nellie spoke. calmly but happily responded i want to reward you sweetheart santa boomed oh i know he said nell how would you like to be my chief sleigh puller he offered nelly was speechless well, the thing is nelly breathed trying to sound sad no <laughs> i'm only joking yes she blurted out with joy a new tradition for santa panda he said we have Narwhals. From now on, he beamed. And leading them will be Nellie, the Christmas narwhal. The end. Oh, I love how creative that story was and how Nellie managed to turn everything around and become the first ever Christmas narwhal. What a fantastic set of stories we've had for our Christmas episode. So that's it for our Christmas episode. Thank you so much for joining us and thank you for those that sent in our wonderful jokes and Christmas stories. They were amazing. As always, we would really appreciate you liking our podcast and subscribing and maybe even leaving us a review or a comment. That would be absolutely fantastic. And you can find us at You're Kidding Me on Instagram too where you might find the answer to that riddle in a few days time. Hopefully we'll hear from you in the new year and we would love still for any of your stories or jokes to be sent to our email address yourkiddingme13 at gmail.com. Until the new year, goodbye and Merry Christmas! Mm -hmm.